0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio.
0: Want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality. We'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge.
1: Good morning. How are you today? What a wonderful morning this is. It's that lull time between the holidays, and sometimes this is a time for us to just sit back and reflect. And I'm so glad you could join me this morning. You know, this is the show that challenges you to make a difference. And even in this lull time that kind of things settle down or maybe you're vacationing or visiting with family and friends, it's still a time to stay focused. It's still a time to be motivated to make a change within yourself, a change that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond even those you know. So for this one hour... Spend the time listening, thinking about how this information that we talk about here today applies to you. That's right, to you. Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You are the only person you can really change. And you are the only person that you are responsible for. You are the person that can truly make a difference. Now, I bet even during this week, you're still feeling very busy. We do lead very busy lives, don't we? And sometimes it feels more alive when we're busy. Sometimes we just get caught up in the tasks and the obligations of our day, and it might be easy to forget our goals or to lose focus on what's really important. And then there's all of the information that's available to us information that sometimes is overwhelming or confusing. We get cluttered up, our minds get cluttered up with all kinds of seemingly important stuff. But when it comes right down to it, many times we are taking for granted the people and the actions that mean the most to us and that are the most important in this world. So let's start this morning by making our own sunshine It is a beautiful, sunny day where I am today, and I'm not in my usual home space. I'm actually in a different part of the country, a part that's a little bit warmer for me, although this morning it was a wonderful, brisk, and chilly morning, the kind that makes you really appreciate a warm sweater, and I do appreciate a warm sweater. And so what are the other things that you're grateful for? Who are the people in your lives that you have appreciated this week? Have you seen friends or family that you typically don't get to see? Did you take the time to really listen to them, to hear what's important to them in their lives? And did you truly appreciate who they are and their confidence in their own world? Do you appreciate your own confidence and how efficient you are? Are you looking back at that holiday celebration that you pulled off? Had all the pieces just right? And do you appreciate your own ability to do that? And yeah, maybe it was tiring. Maybe you were exhausted when you got done. Or maybe this was a quiet holiday season for you. Maybe it was a time for you to be peaceful and to appreciate the solitude or the quietness, the gentleness of the season. I don't know what's happening in your lives, but I do encourage you to look around to see what you're grateful for, to create the sunshine within your life, to create the time to reflect Because that is what this moment is for. We're almost at the end of the year. We're almost at that time of endings and new beginnings. And this is a time that many, many people begin to reflect on what it is they want for themselves in the coming year. Sometimes people set New Year's resolutions. And what is that? It's an intent really. To make some change for yourself. You see, you've spent some time looking back at this past year. At least I hope you have. But if you haven't, that's what we're going to do today. And looking forward then into your next year. But a resolution this time of year when people set those New Year's resolutions. That intent to make some change for yourself. It's a promise, isn't it? A promise to somehow to be a better person in some way. Well, I don't know about that. Because for me, when I hear someone making a New Year's resolution, it reminds me of kind of a vague or empty promise. Or maybe even a promise that you don't intend to keep. Let's think about it. Did you make New Year's resolutions last year? And what happened? Did you make the change that you resolved? If you did, good for you. But for most people, a New Year's resolution is forgotten before the third week of January is over. And, you know, there are businesses that count on you making those resolutions. Fitness centers are designed around people's New Year's resolutions. They sell lots of memberships in that first month of the year. And for the first month, the gym is crowded. Now, I've done that. I've been at a gym during those winter months, and it's amazing how busy it gets in January. You can't find a free treadmill when you go in. And if you stick around, If you hang in there at the gym and keep going, you'll notice by the end of January, it's not so crowded anymore. And by March, it's a small but steady group of people that keep coming. And by June, well, the gym is downright vacant. Yep, those New Year's resolutions are long forgotten. But the fitness debtor is still benefiting from your membership contract. And your body is still flabby. I bet you can tell that I don't particularly like New Year's resolutions. They seem designed to fail. The statement begins I resolve to. Yeah, I resolve to what? It lends itself to vague and lofty ideals that are neither achievable nor measurable. Now, who knows where or how we learned that resolutions are supposed to make us better people, but whoever it is that taught us that didn't teach us the complete picture, because not enough effort goes into the statement to make it effective, and not enough attention is given to maintaining the focus until it's done. Now, I prefer setting goals. Somehow that word just sounds stronger to me. And setting goals is an excellent way to keep yourself on track. If you know how to set a goal appropriately, and if you know how to keep that goal in front of you, visible, so that you stay focused on it. Because a goal should take you more than a month. A goal is a roadmap for your journey. Most of us, Set goals and at best pay attention for about a month or so, and then, well, we get distracted with other things that come up. You know, a child gets sick, we get a major project at work, we go on vacation. Whatever the distraction, we forget about our goals and begin the wayward journey of our life without direction. Following not our life purpose, but the meandering whims of our day, The meandering whims of whatever happens to show up in front of us. We attend to the little details of the day and we pursue whatever opportunity presents itself, even if it's incongruent with our intended goals. So let me ask you Did you set any goals for yourself last year? Do you remember what they were? Did you achieve them? How long was it before you got distracted? Did you include all of your life areas, or was it just one goal? How did you decide which goal or goals to set? Did your goals reflect your life purpose? Did your goals reflect your priorities? And how much time did you invest in setting those goals? Were your goals a starting point or the end point of your actions? What I mean is, did your goals give you a set of steps to complete so you could tell if you were on track? Did your goal have a time frame? Or was it simply something that would magically manifest if you had it written down? And for that matter, did you write your goals down or did you just tell yourself that you didn't need to write them? You'd remember them. After all, they aren't your goals. If you don't remember them, they must not be very important, right? Oh please, always write your goals down. And when you set your goals last year, did you make them doable? Were they measurable? And if you did achieve that goal, how did you know it? Was it an obvious outcome or was it vague and nebulous? World peace is a nice goal, but it may not be something you can accomplish alone. Did you include someone else in your goals? What I mean is Did the outcome of the goal depend on someone else to accomplish or cooperate, and how did you control that outcome or that cooperation? So we're about to take a short little break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the difference between a goal and resolution, and how to look back and determine what goals you want for yourself. We'll take a short break now. This is Mary Beth Lodge, and you're listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned.
0: You don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, Blackberry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, Blackberry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters.
1: Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning. Welcome back. So we're talking about goals and resolutions and what the difference is between a goal and a resolution. We already talked about how vague a resolution can be. It's a nice way to tell yourself that you want to make a change, but there's not much passion in it and even less effort. A goal is a specific direction, a roadmap, so to speak, that guides you to achieve a definable change in your life. A goal is a compass to navigate the path of your life and keep you focused on the important outcomes that you want for yourself. And usually, there are about six different areas that, in our lives, we set goals in. One is our health and our relationships and our work, whether that's our career or our job. Whatever is satisfying is work to us. And separate from that, we might set a goal for our finances And then there are two areas that sometimes I think people overlook, the area of mental challenge or intellectual challenge, and the area of your dreams. Now, before you can set a goal for your future, it's important to look back at where you've been. You see, we are motivated by two separate directions in our lives. We move away from an undesirable outcome and towards a more favorable one. We have both positive and negative motivation. Negative motivation is what we don't want. Positive motivation is what we do want. We never decide to make a change unless something is uncomfortable. Let's face it. If we are feeling good, if we're comfortable and happy, we see no reason to put effort into making a change, especially a change that might require effort or sacrifice to achieve it. It is rare to tap into our passion without some negative motivation stimulating that energy. Now, this is not a bad thing, just our very human nature. We need something uncomfortable to push us to do something more. So the first step in goal setting is looking back at where you've been. So consider, where were you a year ago? Last year, at the beginning of the year, what was your life like? Was your income the same, more or less than it is today? And your relationships? Were your relationships better and more satisfying, or worse and less satisfying than they are today? What about your health? Was your weight, your energy, and your fitness better or worse than it is today? Have you had the challenge of a major illness or a physical health crisis this past year? How has that impacted your health and your attitude today? What about your mind? Were you challenging yourself intellectually a year ago? What did you learn this year? Did you include your mental and intellectual health as a part of your focus last year? And then there were the obstacles. What obstacles did you encounter this past year? Did you recognize when you set your goals that there would be obstacles did you identify those obstacles did you plan for them did you have a plan for motivation when an obstacle arose did you abandon a goal when it got too hard did you abandon the goal when the obstacles seemed overwhelming okay so this is a working session I'm not just going to talk it's not going to be just a pretty thing Goals require some effort on your part. So I'm going to ask you to get a pencil and a piece of paper. You'll want to write some things down as we talk today. Actually, you might need as many as three pieces of paper. When you get those pieces of paper, make two columns on each one. And if you're like me and you like to add color into what you're writing, you might want two colors of ink or maybe a highlighter. So let's start with just one area. I'll walk you through the questions, and you write down the answers. Now, because this is the time of year when lots of people kind of reflect on their health and their weight and their level of fitness, I'm going to walk you through that area. But understand that this process can be applied to any life area. See, again, it's important to know what you don't want in order to know what you do want. So as I ask the questions, we will be looking back at your past year. But first, let's start with right now. So tell me about your health. Are you happy with the fitness and weight of your current body? Are you at your ideal weight? Does your body respond well when you ask it for physical activity? Can you climb stairs easily, stay active all day? Or play with your children or grandchildren until they wear out? If you have a busy and active day, do you recover quickly? Or are you still feeling tired and sore the next day? Now that's your current status. Now I'm going to ask you to look back. Do you weigh more than you did last year at this time? What about your activity level? Are you more active or less active than you were a year ago? And your energy? Do you have all the energy you need to do the things you love? Can you get down on the floor to play with your children or your grandchildren if you want to? In the past year, have you given up an activity because you felt like it was too hard to do or that physically you could no longer do it? in the past year? Have you taken up a new activity to try to improve your health and fitness? Was fitness or some aspect of your health a goal for you last year? What progress have you made? And looking back again at your health, your weight, your fitness, what obstacles did you encounter? in your health and fitness in this past year? Did you face a major health crisis? And how did that affect your overall health? If you did not have a major health challenge, what other challenges did you face in achieving your health and fitness? Is your body as healthy as you want it to be? Do you have a good strong immune system? If your body is not as healthy or as fit as you intended to be by the end of this year, why is that? Look at that challenge. Was it external? Did it have to do with things outside of you? Now, still choices that you make, I understand. But things outside of you, like your busy schedule, meeting other people's needs, giving more attention to your work and your health, there are other things that you were worried about more and so you couldn't focus on your own health those are the external challenges there are also internal challenges having difficulty getting motivated to make a change not making yourself a priority and then there's that constant self-talk that's an internal challenge the things you tell yourself the things you expect the negative feelings that you have. Okay, let's look at your motivation. If you set a goal last year around your health, your fitness, or your weight, what was your motivation? What did you tell yourself was the reason that you wanted to improve your health or lose weight? Did you change your food plan last year? And how long did that last for you? How did you stay motivated to keep going on that food plan? Are you still following that food plan today? Have those changes become a habit for you? Is your food plan automatic? Or are you still figuring it out, still having to each day make the same decisions over and over again? What about exercise? Do you exercise every day? I don't know if you know this, but the single most important difference between fat people and skinny people is that skinny people exercise every day. It's like taking a shower. They just do it automatically. Did you maintain a consistent exercise routine last year? Did you enjoy your exercise? Or did you fight with yourself about exercise? Did you should yourself? And did shoulding yourself work to keep you active and fit? (laughs) Probably not. Okay, so stop a minute. On that first piece of paper, make a list of all the things that aren't going well for you. You can call it whatever you want. But this is, again, specifically around your health, your weight, and your fitness. You can call it your complaint list, your yucky list, your I never want to go back there list. Whatever you call it, make it a list of all the things that are bothersome or disturbing about your health, your weight, and your fitness. If you can't get down on the floor comfortably, put it on the list. If your clothes are too tight, put it on the list. If you don't fit into an airplane seat comfortably, put it on the list. You get the idea. List anything that is a reason to change your current health, weight, or fitness. Now, in a moment, we're going to take another break. And you can finish that list while we're taking that break. But I want you to really get a complete list of all the yucky stuff that are reasons to make a change. And when we come back, I'll explain why it's so important to write that list of negatives, even though it seems very negative. So let's take a short break. You're listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today, powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network.
0: Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Lodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters.
1: Good morning. Thank you for joining me again on What Matters. We've been talking about setting goals, and we've been talking about making a list of all the things you don't want. And I asked you to write down, actually physically write it down, a list of negatives, of all the things that are disturbing or bothersome about your health, your weight, and your fitness. And it might seem like writing a list of negatives is rather negative. And I know you've been taught to not focus on the negatives. You've been taught to only focus on the positives. Well, that's nice, but we're human beings. And it is our nature to need the negatives to get us into action. We operate from both a negative and a positive state of motivation. And so for right now, we're exploring our negative motivation. Without this... We will not find the energy to get started, the impetus to get started when we finally establish our goals. So bear with me. This is the first of two steps. It is the moving away from part of our motivation. And the purpose of this part of the exercise is to raise your level of discomfort so that you can get unstuck. To get out of your own way, to take a step forward and move into action. I wonder if you look back at your past year, if what you recognized is that you set a goal, but then you lost your movement, or you set a goal and never actually activated it, never actually got into action. Okay, so I promise we won't stay in the negative, but it is important to start here. And it's also important to know that negative, the negative motivation will not carry you very far. It won't carry you past the first obstacle. It won't carry you past the first phase of discouragement. It will only get you started on the journey. All right, so once you have that list of yuckies on the second column on your paper, go to the top of the list, and next to each one of those things that you've written down, write down the emotion that you feel with, with each one of those things on the list. It doesn't matter if the emotions are similar or if only a few emotions keep repeating themselves all the way down the list. The point is to become aware of the negative emotions that motivate you. And don't underestimate the power of anger or guilt as motivators for action. See, both of these emotions carry lots of energy with them. I personally have noticed that I am much more likely to make a purchase in a store when the salesperson has ticked me off in some way. Of course, I'm also much more likely to walk out for the same reason. But you see, both of those are actions. So, go ahead and finish that second list. And as you do that, make note of the common emotions that show up on your list. If you have a highlighter or a second color of ink, circle the column ones or common ones or highlight the same ones so that you begin to develop this very important awareness. This is especially important when it comes to taking action. You see if your negative emotions are all some form of a depressing feeling, sadness, self-loathing, overwhelm, or fatigue, you will have a hard time getting started. Those emotions have very little energy associated with them. Those emotions tend to put us into a state of immobility. This is where being stuck comes from. Maybe this explains why you had so much trouble getting started the last time you decided to lose weight. For you you'll need more positive motivation to get started since your negative motivation is stuck energy rather than action energy. Now, if you have lots of anger or guilt as your common emotions that go with the negatives, that's a great thing because there's plenty of energy there and you'll have no problem getting started. Now, if you are a person who can get started, but can't stick with it, maybe you've also discovered a new awareness. Maybe your list is primarily anger, frustration, or disgust. Yep, you'll have a little problem getting started. But remember when I said that negative emotion won't carry you very far? You'll either have to reactivate that anger energy so that it does carry you through the discouragement of slow progress. Or you'll have to find some other positive motivation to get you through there. You see, anger energy can even backfire on you, manifesting itself either as an all-or-nothing attitude or as a, oh, never mind, I give up attitude. All-or-nothing is a great saboteur. People who live from the all-or-nothing platform make very little progress on their goals because they use any small transgression as rationale to stop their progress rather than to keep going. If they wake up in the morning and put themselves on a scale and it doesn't reflect the number that they expect, they use that as rationale to eat wantonly all day long. And if they have a cookie or some other food that's on their Uh, list of things they're not uh, permitted to eat. They're forbidden foods. Well, once they've had that, they write off the entire day as failure. And they eat without restraint for the remainder of the day. They do the same thing if they've had a bad day. It's an all or nothing. Again, the act of doing that, the act of an all or nothing, reinforces the pattern and ensures that it will happen over and over and over again. Okay, so look at that list again. Make sure you know what the negatives are and what the emotions are that carry you into action. Now, let's shift into your positive motives. Get a different piece of paper again with two columns on it. I'm going to ask you to look forward into your future Who do you want to become? Can you picture or imagine yourself in your own future? Can you see your healthy, slender, active and fit body? This is the moment to imagine how it feels to be slender, healthy, and fit. This is the moment to begin to create new pathways in your brain and link them to powerful emotions. So let's take that apart and make it work for you. Get your piece of paper again. As you imagine yourself at the ideal health, weight, and level of fitness that is right for you, what benefits do you imagine or know are associated with that state of being? Maybe you've been at that ideal health or weight before, and you know how good it felt. You know how easy it was to move. How freeing that felt. As you imagine yourself at your ideal health, weight, and level of fitness, do you have boundless energy? Can you imagine yourself laughing and giggling with your children or your grandchildren, playing games outdoors or in the pool? Do you hear the joy of your own voice as you announce your progress? Do you feel that surge of pride welling up within you? as you hear the voice of someone you love complimenting you on how great you look. Are you enjoying the freedom that comes with good health? Are you experiencing the gratitude of a healthy body? I want you to look at the benefits, your benefits, that you know are on your journey to greater health and fitness and your ideal weight. So list all of those on your piece of paper. List all of the benefits that you can imagine once you reach your ideal weight or level of fitness. Now, once again, when you have that list as complete as you can get it, go back and on that second column, Put the emotions down. What emotion comes up with each one of those benefits? The stronger the level of emotion, the better. And the more that you can include feelings of pride and joy and gratitude, the stronger the final goal will be for you. As you finish up that list, let me describe what this type of motivation does. This is the positive motivation what you are moving towards. This is the motivation that keeps you going when you get discouraged. This is the motivation that moves you through the obstacles, that keeps you focused on the outcome, and allows you to problem-solve effectively when an obstacle appears in your path. We'll come back to obstacles in just a minute. First, let me explain how to use your brain to get the outcome you want. The conscious mind can only focus on one thing at a time. And that doesn't mean you can have only one goal. It does mean you probably shouldn't have 20 goals, however. You can structure or organize several goals into measurable steps, and they can be done concurrently. At first, any change in habit or pattern requires focus. But once that habit is established, the task or behavior is automatic. Isn't that how you got where you are now? Isn't it your habits that led to the level of weight, health, or fitness that you currently have? You already have some healthy habits, don't you? Do you brush your teeth and wash your face every day or twice a day? Those are healthy habits. You probably don't even remember when you started those habits, but you still do them consistently. So if you are unhappy with your current level of health, fitness, or weight, maybe it's because your habits don't match your goals. You can change that. You are in charge of your habits. It will take focus and commitment and a little bit of time. And it is the positive motivation that keeps you going after the negative motivation has worn off. There are two reasons to shift from negative to positive motivation the first is the energy to stay motivated. But the other reason is even more crucial. If you were to only use negative motivation, the things you don't want or the things you are moving away from, you would begin to set up a negative expectation. We're about to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll talk about what happens if you've set up a negative expectation and how to change that so that you don't sabotage your own progress. That's right. We'll talk about how to prevent sabotage. So, we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to What Matters on the VoiceAmericaVarietyChannel.com.
0: She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation.
1: Cindy R., every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.
0: Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspiring really fast. All the time, the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge.
1: and looking at how to establish good, solid, healthy goals. And first we've started looking at the negative motivation. We've looked at the reasons that you want to make a change, the negatives. And we've also looked at the positives, the benefits, where you're going in your future. And I asked you to list both the negatives and the positives, and to recognize both and how they impact you, how they emotionally impact you. And I did say that there are two reasons to shift from a negative to a positive motivation. And of course, the first is the energy to stay motivated. You see, the negative motivation gets you moving, it gets you into action, but it doesn't keep you there. It's the positive motivation that keeps you going. But there's another reason that's even more crucial. If you were to only use negative motivation, the things you don't want or the things you are moving away from, you would begin to set up a negative expectation. Do You see, wherever you focus your mind, your mind begins to create those opportunities. That's a sabotage pattern. And that negative expectation will sabotage your progress because your mind will begin to seek ways to create whatever it is you focus on. So if you are only focusing on the negatives, your mind will create more of the same. You've already had enough of that, haven't you? You have to shift your focus. You have to change your mind. You have to create a positive expectation and guide your powerful mind to seek ways to achieve this positive outcome. So let's go back to that list of benefits and positive emotions that you associate with those benefits. Ultimately, this list will be the foundation for some really powerful goals. Remember I said we'd have to look at your obstacles? Well, here's the moment. Let's look at those obstacles. Go back over your past year again. What were the obstacles that got in your way? What were the obstacles that slowed you down? What stopped you in your tracks? This is the next list. It's that third piece of paper. That's right, write them down. Collecting them only in your brain will not help. You've got to write them down. You have to know what your obstacles are in order to plan for them. Now, this is, today, this show, is the first of two parts. Next week, we're going to work on your obstacles more. But for today, I just want you to get it on paper. What are the obstacles Do you live in a house where there's lots of junk food available? Do you do the grocery shopping or does someone else? Do you have a schedule that limits your ability to prepare fresh meals each day? Maybe you don't even like to cook. Do you put other people ahead of your own well-being? How do you schedule your time? And what about the food that's available at work or in the office or out on the road? When you travel, what choices do you make when you stop or are in the airport those can be real major temptations don't you think and for that matter when you are on vacation or celebrating a holiday what happens and what about when you're bored angry upset nervous or celebrating how much do your emotions affect your eating habits when you are avoiding a task, do you eat? When you are avoiding an emotion, do you eat? These are very common obstacles. And if this is one of yours, you have to know this. And you have to prepare for it. If you don't, your old habit will kick in right in the moment. Isn't that what happened in the past? Something came up and you went back to your old habits. And unfortunately, your old habit was eating. Just list out those obstacles. And then ask the question again. What got in your way? What slowed you down? What stopped you in your tracks? See if more thoughts come to mind. Okay. So today, you've written a lot of lists. And I'm going to ask you to take some time this week. Take the time to review what you've started here today and fill it in. If you got lost during this show, if you didn't quite write everything down because you wanted to listen to it first, that's really okay. If you want more guidance on the subject, go to my website. You'll find a very inexpensive product there that will walk you through the step by step process that we've done today. I know that I focus my questions on health and fitness. But you can use this process for any goal in any area of your life. The product that I have for you leads you through six life areas, those that are most important to you. Today, we've looked at your past, the goals that you had for yourself or maybe the resolutions that you made for yourself last year. And I ask you to look at what happened to those goals, to that intention. We've defined your negative motivation and your positive motivation. And we've identified your obstacles. Did you find this helpful? Again, if you didn't quite get it all done, and if you are serious about setting powerful goals this year and actually completing them this year, go to the website. Use the tool I have posted there it will ensure that next week you are ready to write clear, strong goals. You see, writing goals for yourself is not something you should just do on a whim. It requires thought, preparation. So next week, we'll define and refine your goals. We'll make sure that you know your obstacles and are prepared for them. And we'll make your goals doable We have a wonderful system that ensures that you are on track throughout the year to achieve those positive goals. I want you to make this your best year ever. And so here's my challenge to you. My challenge is to spend the time for yourself. Spend the time preparing for very powerful goals. So as we draw to a close today, I wonder what you will do with this information. One more time, I'm going to ask you to reflect on what you want to change and reflect three questions. Why do you want to make this change? Do you believe that you deserve this change? and what are you willing to do to make this change really work in your life? Today's show is all about you. It's about your goals and who you want to become. So how will you use today's information? Will you finish that list? Will you give yourself the gift of working on yourself? And how will you make a difference in your world today? Who will you touch? How will you be a shining light in this world? I want to thank you so much for joining me this morning on What Matters. It has been an honor to guide you through this process, and I want to congratulate you on taking the time for yourself. I want to wish you a very happy new year, and I want to be a part of that powerful new year. You've demonstrated that you are worth your own time today by taking the time to listen. So take it a step further today. Go out there and make it a great day. You truly deserve it.
0: Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.